Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. For the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. And um, the reason I'm doing this stream is because of uh, a guy I watch here on YouTube has been covering this. And I thought it would be appropriate that I share it with you guys because <coughs> there's a reason why you're seeing a lot of articles and a lot of... Um, Things going on in the country that seem very familiar, but you couldn't put your finger on it. I am about to put, put the finger on what is actually happening. But I do want to say hello to everybody. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day and, um, and why we came here. This happened in 2019. And it's called the Denver Accord. What is the Denver Accord? The Denver Accord is a comprehensive plan to reduce gun violence. Huh. Doesn't that sound familiar? A guide to the Denver Accord. On April 7, 2019, shortly before the 20th anniversary of the mass shooting at Columbine in Littleton, Colorado, a coalition gun violence prevention researchers, advocates, and survivors from around the United States gathered in Denver to honor the lives lost to gun violence and to forge a path for reducing gun violence. From this assembly, the Denver Accord was born. All right. The Denver Accord addresses the complexities of gun violence and provide a well-researched, evidence-based roadmap to reduce gun violence in the United States. G GVpedia and its Denver Accord partners welcome the opportunity to work with candidates, legislators, advocates, academics, and survivors. Together, we can make a better, safer future for our country. And here's anyone seeing the familiarities of what I'm talking about? The four principles of the Denver Accord. Let's go here. These are the four principles. The authors and Contributors to the Denver Accord began drafting principles to watch all signatories agree. Thank you, Michelle. Guns do not make us safer. We've seen that throughout. We've seen that throughout. 
Gun violence in America is a progressive public health crisis that demands substantive policy solutions and well-funded programs that effectively reduce gun violence. Adequable and just enforcement of gun laws is paramount. Everyone has the right to live free from violence. Hmm. All right. Guns do not make us safer. Perhaps the most urgent change we must make is to dispel the myth that guns make us safer. A gun in the home triples the risk of gun suicide and doubles the risk gun homicide. In the United States, the United States has 393 million firearms in civilian hands, and we have the highest rate of assault deaths and mass shooting than any other OECD country. Actually, that's wrong. If you take suicides out of it, no, we don't. We're about in the middle. Myth number one. Gun violence in America is a pervasive public health crisis. Why would they want to say that it's a health crisis? Could it be because they, they can they can uh, put uh, more laws and restrictions on the good owners like myself and many of you that ain't chatting right now? Could that be why they think that that demands substantial policy solutions and well-founded pro more than 100 people are shot in America every day. About two-thirds of those deaths are suicide. So you're saying 34 people, 34, are because of uh, that suicide. Hey, Bill. Almost all preventable. We cannot afford to continue to ignore gun violence and the toll it has taken on our country. Equitable and just enforcement of gun laws is paramount. Some communities suffer the ill effects of gun lobbies, dangerous guns everywhere agenda more than others. Black and brown communities that suffer from increased Casual factors like poverty experience violence at rates that do would be unthinkable in other places. In recent years, however, the emergence of impacted community-led non-legislative approach have flourished, and primarily data is encouraging. Show us! Show us the facts! Show us them facts! Show us the fact that these laws actually work. Show us. That's what I want. I want people to show me them statistics. Everyone has a right to live free from violence. Yes. And that's why I share my, uh, why I have a gun. Because I don't want someone coming in here if they're a burglar with an illegal gun in their possession to kill me. So, all right. Them are the four principles. Now, let's go back. The key policies of the Denver Accord. These are the key policies where they want to override our um, key policy areas. Put, for, put safety first. Let laws work. 
protect communities. All right. I can agree with that. I agree with that statement. The authors and contributors to the Denver Accord recognize three overreaching concepts that provide a framework for the policies and legislation necessary to reduce gun violence. These concepts are safety improves with ensuring higher safety, higher standards of gun ownership by licensing, permit to purchase. That's against the Second Amendment. No. And if that was the case, Chicago with the FOID cards would not have gun violence. They do not work. They do not work. Registration of firearms to help police disarm those who should not have guns. So you want me you want me to let the federal government come like with the Nazi with what I'm tying this into what I do on Sundays. So you want to be like the Nazis. You want to take guns away from people like me that have never committed a crime requiring safe stories to reduce suicide theft and unintentional shootings. I can understand that. How about we also teach the, the if we have uh, kids, how about we teach them fire safety? Hey, J.H. Reducing the lethality of firearms and ammunition to reduce gun death and injury. Not going to happen. That last one will never happen. That last one. So you want me... So someone that has... Um, um, a bullet that's called a cop killer, you want me to be let them be able to shoot me even if I shoot them first? No. Not gonna happen. We can let existing laws work. All right. Strengthening the national instant, instant check system. Next. Making sure that people who are prohibited from having guns no longer have them. Hold gun dealer gun dealers accountable. Yes, Bill. Holding gun dealers accountable. Regulating the private sales of guns. All right. So you want to be able to go after the gun dealers. You want to go after the gun dealers. So what happens when the only people that you want to defund have guns in America? What's that going to do? You say cops are racist. You say white cops are racist. What's going to happen when everybody in the United States doesn't have a gun against one of those bad cops? What's going to happen to uh, a male that is in a car, a male in a car, and a police officer shoot, and that male is uh, a law-abiding a citizen, and a cop shoots them? So you want to, the only hands you want guns in would be police officers and federal agents. All right. Communities are protected when we reduce the presence of firearms in public places. The Second Amendment, we have a right to bear arms, and it shall not be infringed. We establish and fund community-based solutions to gun violence. We champion police through reform, community-based policing, education, and safety. 
All right. And give me a minute because I want to, I need to find something. I want to show you what happens when um, you take police officers off the beat. I want to show you something. Because this is what happens when police officers do not have guns. And I know YouTube does not like the Gateway Pundit, but I'm going to use them anyways. All right. Because this will show you what happens. And I'm bringing up the videos. This shows you what happens when you take law enforcement out of the hands of cops. And from another angle. That what happens when you take police, uh, when you let community policing happen. That what happens when community policing, they don't have the, the power to do anything. But that's what this Denver Accord is asking for. So please tell me. How is this going to save people from gun violence? I'm going to ask this. I got seven people watching right now. Put in the chat. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Tell me something. What if that man had a gun, and he shot all three of those people. Because bad guys do not care. It might be against the law for them to have them, but bad guys do not fucking care. Do you think if they pass these regulations that the drug, the drug gangs in Chicago will give but will the drug dealers and uh, gangs of Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, Portland, all these cities actually give their guns up or will they keep them? Please tell me, will they give up their guns? Who will be the ones that give up their guns? It will be me and other law-abiding citizens. J.H., you you're so right. You are so right. It is going to end badly. Just think about this. They say the Second Amendment is for hunting. Did the founding followers, when that was enacted, when that was passed, 
did they just fight a war or did they just come back from hunting? Did the, did the founding fathers uh, fight a war or did they come back from a hunting trip when the, this law, when the Second Amendment was passed? Which one is it? Yep. Yeah, Bill, there were a lot of guys. A lot of guns lost in boating accidents over the last uh, nine months. I hate to say it, but I... But that's where, what they want to do. And now for the last part of this, because this isn't going to be a long stream. The recommended legislation and policies this, the Denver Accord from 2019 wants to enact. And these are for... And this one is four pages, but we will do this. All right. Legislation and policies. And this is from their actual, I don't know if everyone can see this. If you can't see this, let me know. Can everyone see that? Or do I need to make it bigger? All right, bigger. Is that big enough? All right. Thank you guys for letting me know that. All right, here we go. Licensing. Firearms must receive a May issue permit to purchase from law enforcement. May issue permit to purchase P PTP gives discretion to law enforcement for final decision to grant a permit. That decision may be appealed. So, but you, but these leftists have been saying for the past. Uh, two or th last four years that cops are racist. So you want a cop, a white cop, to determine if a black man can get a gun. So you're telling me you want a white police officer may have the control over a black man to have a gun. So you're telling me that a black man can be denied his Second Amendment rights by a white by a white cop? 
All right. All right. All permit to purchase applicants shall pass a background through the National Institute check system next or be the applicant or by the applicant state police if the state police has a point of contact system. Number two, be at least 21 years of age. So you can die for your country at 18, 19, and 20 years old, but you can't own a firearm. Three, undergo fingerprinting. I'm fine with that. Four, undergo live fire training. I'm all right with that because if you're going to be armed, I want you to have training. Five, undergo substance standard, standardized classroom training. Well, the NRA and other gun organizations offer already offer that. All right. Number th- 1.3, applicants will be disqualified if they have a history of any violent misdemeanor convictions or two or more drug or alcohol-related convictions within a three-year period, or any conviction for a misdemeanor or felony hate crime, or any any convictions for misdemeanor stalking, any conviction for misdemeanor domestic or dating violence, or are subject to ex parte or final domestic or dating violence protective orders. Oh, Bill, come on. That's just wrong. That's a little too soon. That's a little too soon, my friend. Number four, 1.4, a permit holder will undergo a waiting period of seven calendar days from the date of purchase to the date of possession. Registration. Firearms must be registered to the owner and include the make, model, serial number of the firearms. 2.2, an electronic and searchable firearm registration database will be held and maintained by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF. Extreme Risk Prevention Order, ERPO. Order is submitted to a federal database to prevent further purchases of firearms while the order is in effect. Allow individuals to place themselves under an ERPO. Allow family members, police officers, and medical professionals to apply for an order. Safe storage, personal safe storage. Enact a federal child access prevention law with a felony penalty. Provide for accountability in all cases of theft or loss in which firearm owner cannot show proof of safe storage. So you want you want to mandate reporting of lost and stolen firearms to regard. Reduce gun trafficking. We already have those laws in place. 4.2, federal firearms license. Dealers safe storage. Mandate subsidized security measures, including security cameras. Almost all FFLs have that. Digitize inventory records. Accusation and deposit. Deposit. Depositorization book. Mandate reporting of of lost or stolen firearms to 
revoke FFL license in case of substantial failure. Increase ATF audits of FFLs. An FFL at least once a year goes through an ATF audit. At least once a year. Now, here we go. Reduce firearm lethality. Assault weapons. Prohibit future sale and transfer of assault-style semi-automatic firearms. So any semi-automatic, any semi-automatic, that goes for a 12-gauge, that goes for uh, pistols, that goes for anything, will not be allowed to be sold. Grandfather existing assault-style semi-automatic weapons under the National Firearms Act. Prohibit open and concealed carry of semi-automatic and automatic assault automatic assault weapons. Automatic automatic weapons in the United States cannot be sold. Create a federal gun buyback program. But yeah, people don't understand that this is why you've been seeing a lot of the articles that you've been seeing come out of Democrat strongholds because of this accord. Short-barreled rifles. Revise existing NFA regulations on short-barreled rifles to include bull Pop style firearms. Develop policy to limit high caliber handguns because of their increased lethality. Additional firearm safety devices. Incentivize market development of modern secure features like smart guns through mandated public spending. <laughs> um, all right. Ghost guns. All right, ban ban gun components from which a firearm without a serial number can be readily manufactured or otherwise assembled. All right, ban 3D printing of guns by unlicensed manufacturers or dealers. Ban distribution of gun blueprints for 3D printers. Mandate all firearms must be visible to secure Security screening devices. You gotta love. And I haven't even got to the best parts of the of this legislation. What they want they want them to do. Reduce ammunition lethality. Prohibit specific types of ammunition designed to substantially increase lethality, including armor-piercing, hydroshock rounds, fragment rounds, and hollow points. Exactly, Jake. Exactly. Prohibit the manufacture, sale, transfer, or possession of high-capacity magazines. More than 10 rounds in a magazine. Develop a national ballistic fingerprinting database. So they want you to be fingerprinted for your fucking ammo.
They want you to be fingerprinted to buy ammo. So tell me. <laughs> J.H., I know it's insane, but I'm trying to share this so people know why they're seeing articles promoting this stuff. I'm trying to show people, please. Please share this with people you know. Because this is not going to get any easier. All right. Let laws work. Strengthening and enforcing existing gun laws. 6.1. Strengthen the National Institute check system. Next. Require next checks for all sales transfers, including private sales. Close. Default. Proceed loophole known as Charleston loophole which forces approval of any outstanding query of NICS after three days. Include a gestated mental health record is NICS. Repeal Torrent Amendment, which hamstrings the ATF and requires the FBI to destroy potential evidence in gun crimes. Require United States military records to be added to NICS. <laughs> well, military records are already in NICS. So, incentivize or mandate timely state reporting to NICS. Enforce current law. Ensure all firearms are seized and possession rights are forfeited when a person becomes a prohibitor purchaser purchaser or possessor. Revoke firearm permits, license, and concealed handgun license when a person becomes a prohibitor purchaser or possessor. Require judges to inform prohibitor purchasers or possessors they are no longer allowed to own firearms after conviction. Improve coordination between local, state, and federal law enforcement and prosecutors to ensure prohibitor abusers and people subject to orders prohibiting possession of firearms do not retain illegal possessed firearms. Incentivize states to deter and prosecute individuals who lie on background check forms. I will believe that last one when Joe Biden puts his fucking son, tells the DOJ to go after his son because his son did it. And this is just a black sheep. Demand accountability. Repeal protection of law, commerce, and arms act. The PC, the PLCAA. So they want, if somebody, if an individual kills somebody with a gun, they want to go after the gun manufacturer. But if they do it with a car, if they do it with a car, then I will be all for it. If someone kills another person in a vehicular homicide and they can go after the car manufacturer, then I will agree with that. Create a federal offense of firearm trafficking. There is already one. Limit state concealed carry reciprocity to permit to purchase states only. So, 
if your state doesn't go along with this and you have a concealed carry in, let's say, Alabama, and you go to New York, they do not, you have to do a permit to purchase state. Allow ATF to maintain a registry on gun, gun owners, and gun sales. Digitize ATF records. International. The weapons and ammunition currently controlled under the U.S. Manchinlitz categories 1, 1 through 3 should remain under the control of the U.S. State Department. Address legal export of firearms to countries with known human rights violations through compliance of Leo law. Demand U.S. ratification of and adherence to the 2013 arms trade treaty repeal the dickey amendment and fully fund research into gun violence and gun violence prevention laws i thought you already have all the data and statistics section three protect community reduce presence of firearms in public spaces Allow mis- municipalities discretion to ban, conceal, or open carry in public spaces, building public spaces, public buildings, and at events in addition to gun free zones. I know it's not Donna. So you want to be you want more people to become instant victims because most of our mass shootings guess where they're at in the United States where are the most mass shootings at Where are most of the mass shootings at in the United States Come on, people. Where do most mass shootings happen? Repeal standard ground laws. Prohibit firearms at public university or school grounds with exceptions for military, police, ROTC, and shooting teams. Uh, yep. And actually, I've read a report. It's four or more. It's four, four or more. It has to be four or more people killed or injured for a mass shooting. But the thing about it, that last one's already in place. Most, most, all universities in the United States are all gun-free zones. You cannot, if you're a student, cannot have a gun on school property. Fun and proliferate community-based solutions. Public health, community-located models. Proliferation and funding on focused deterrent models, proliferation and funding of violence interruption models, study of and funding of incentive mentorship programs, fund harm reduction public education programs. I'm fine with all of that. I'm fine with all of that. 
it would mean less people are in prison and we would have more people that are law-abiding citizens. I'm fine with that. Hospital-based intervention program. Proliferation and funding of hospital-based intervention programs. Expand, expand trauma-informed care and access to trauma therapy. Train mental health care providers to emphasize removing lethal means. All right. Community-based policing. Provide incentives for community-based policing and programs. All right. We see what community-based policing does. You can see. I shared a video of what that looks like. Shift away from broken window theory policing. And I will share what that actually means. Give me a moment. What is broken windows policing? The broken windows model of policing was first described in 1982 in a seminal article by Wilson and Kelling. Briefly, the model focused on the importance of disorder, e.g. broken windows and generating the establishing more serious crimes. Disorder is not directly linked to serious crimes. Instead, disorder leads to the increased fear and withdrawal from residents, which allows more serious crime to move in because of decreased levels of informal social control. The police can play a key role in disrupting this process if they focus in on disorder and less serious crime in neighborhoods that have not yet been overtaken by serious crime. They can help reduce fear and resident withdrawal, promoting higher levels of informal social control while will help residents themselves take control of their neighborhood and prevent serious crimes from Infiltrating. That's what broken law. I know that, Bill. I know that because it is... um, If they want to kill someone, the two biggest terrorist attacks in this country didn't include a gun. They did not involve a gun. That's what they're going after because they know most people that are legally owned will not put that in jeopardy. All right. And we'll go back to the Denver court. 
Safety, develop additional non-lethal tools police can deploy instead of firearms. Uh, most of the city, Democrat-grand cities over the last year and a half, two years, have taken away most of those options. Perfect example. Require the reporting of lost or stolen service weapons to ensure accountability. Well, there are already laws on uh, if your gut if your firearm is stolen. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Education, de-escalation training for law enforcement and student resource officers in schools. But didn't you say that you wanted to uh, defund the police? Train police officers. Now this is. This is funny. Train police officers in active shooter drills that are not held in the presence of students where children trauma can occur. Allow for diversion of student resource officer funding to state student mental health resources were deemed appropriate by local leaders. So you want to take the resource officers out of the school so if a bad guy does come into the school with a gun, they can kill everybody in the school. All right. Mandate and increase already existing levels of impact bias training. Uh, accountability. I like the first one. I love this first one. Find and use body cameras. Yes. Develop standards to ensure accurate data collection on police involved shootings. Yes. Mandate and fund law enforcement collection and analysis of firearm-related ballistic and trace evidence. Already being done. Raise legal standards for justifiable use of lethal force. No. Chaz Parker, you nailed it on the head. You nailed it on the head with that statement. You nailed it on the head with that statement. Thank you. Please share this with your family and friends. Because this shows that this is not just about me. Please share this stream because this is but does anyone have any questions on what I went over? They are trying to build do this across the country. This is the what the left wants. That that the the website is in the description. And I want to see if there's any more. We will do the candidate guide. Because I will show...
And this is the candidate guide for what they want. Oh, it's probably what we went over. All right. Data and studies. I want to see. But everything is in. Yeah, Bill, it's pretty much it. But everything that I've shown is the art the website is in the description on Facebook and on YouTube. If you want to go look for this for yourself, please do so. But I am doing but I'm doing this so people know what the heck is going on. But I would like to thank everyone who came. I want to thank JH, Bill, um, Black Sheep Dog, uh, Michelle. And I want to thank Chaz on Facebook. But and anyone else who didn't show up in the chat, I want to thank you guys for coming. Because this, this is very important to me. I hope everyone has a blessed Saturday. Because we, because we, you need to share this out so we know that People are seeing this. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this. I'm sharing this information so you guys can inform other people, especially other gun owners. But thanks, everybody, for coming, and have a blessed day.